Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of F the Hustle with Kim Doyle. I, of course, am your host, Kim Doyle, and I'm just doing a little preview clip for today's show because I jumped right into it saying, uh, we haven't, you know, we haven't done anything in a long time. And it was specifically referring to today's episode, which was a conversation, planned conversation between myself and Jody Hirsch, my co-founder of the Content Creators Planner. So I thought I would just do a little preview clip here. (laughs) So it makes a little bit more sense when you listen to this. We did record this on video, which will be up on YouTube. um, And we'll be sharing in the Content Creators Facebook group and anywhere else that seems like a great place to share it. So that being said, we've got a big announcement to make. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to F the Hustle. I'm your host, Kim Doyle. You want a life that is meaningful and exciting. In this podcast, we're going to talk about launching and growing an online business that fits your lifestyle. F the Hustle is all about doing good work, building real relationships, and most importantly, creating a business that supports how you want to live your life. You don't have to sacrifice the quality of your life today to create something that sets your soul on fire. And yes, that includes making a lot of money. So we'll be talking about selling, charging what you're worth, and how earning more means helping more people. My goal is to help you find freedom and create a business on your terms. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Long time no talk, no see. We haven't done anything in video in a long time. So we've got a big announcement today. Of course, we are the founders of the Content Creators Planner. I'm Kim Doyle. And of course, my cohort is Jody Hirsch. <laughs> well played, not passed off very well. Um, but we're <laughs> we're excited. We do have a big announcement. Um, and I'm going to kind of pass this over to Jody to, to start with the announcement. And we've got a lot to share with you. So stay for the whole video. Um, but we do have an announcement to make. Yeah. So the big exciting announcement is that, like all good things, CCP is coming to an end. CCP being Content Creators Planner. It's a mouthful for us. So we always call yeah. it CCP. <laughs> and while we love the product and we have loved working with everybody and helping everybody with through content creators planner, we're finding that we're both just way more focused on and excited about other things. And we're really doing a disservice to CCP and to our audience. So we thought that we'd share a little bit with you about kind of how we got here, some of our favorite moments and highlights and things that we've learned along the way and a little bit about what we're each going to be doing moving forward and what all of this means for you guys, our customers. And first and foremost, of course, we want to thank you all for being on this journey with us. And just so you guys know, Jody and I love each other. Life is good. (laughs) This is not some weird like uh oh, you know, but we're not breaking up. We're, we're not we're still breaking friends. up. We're still very good friends, <laughs> and you know, confidants and counsel to each other about business. So I want to say that, but a huge thank you. It's been such a fun, amazing journey. No regrets. It's it's been wild, you know, um, starting something and launching something a year before the world went upside down. But um, let's go. J- Jody's prepared some really great kind of questions and takeaways. So. We're going to jump in and say that. But again, thank you so much for being on this journey with us. So let's let's get into your little structured thing you kind of did there. I love it. <laughs> well, why don't we do like a quick 
sort of like timeline of yeah. you know, what what brought us to here. So back in the summer of 2018, it's crazy. I was literally on a cruise. I've been on one cruise in my entire life, and I, I was on the cruise, floating around somewhere in the middle of the British Isles. And Kim sent me a message. Did you send me a LinkedIn message, or did you? No, send- it was a it was Facebook something- Messenger. Facebook. Okay. Yeah, because I knew so you were gone. Me and- <laughs> she asked me if uh, if I knew InDesign. I'm like, yeah. Sure, I, I use it all the time. What do you need? I figured I'd make her a video and show her how to do something, but she was interested in getting some help to produce this printed book that she she had thought of, which turned like I'm gonna interject because this was the funniest answer because yeah. I literally said, Can I A hire you to do this or B, do you want to do this with me? And her answer was yes. <laughs> I was like, well, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, so the answer was yes, I'll partner with you. Um, and that was, I got back to the state. I got back home sometime in August, I think like mid to late August of 2018. And we started work on it immediately. And then we decided that a Kickstarter was a good idea. <laughs> At the beginning of December, no less. I don't know why and, um, I had that in my head to do that, but moving on. You know, the, the funny thing about all these missteps are you learn so much more oh. from the mistakes than, mm-hmm. you know, from the things that actually worked. Well, maybe, maybe it's equal. Maybe you learn equally from both, but the mistakes are just, <laughs> they're just so funny. They are. <laughs> and then, right. And the nice thing is it's like, you don't know what's a mistake till you make it, right? Like, stop to think about. I mean, originally we had even thought, oh, we should get them printed overseas, all the books we had tested and stuff. And each thing led us to where we were. But it's, it's, I don't know. I always say, like, if you knew now what you know, if you knew then what you know now, would you have done it? My answer is still yes. Um, but yeah, definitely. You know, I might have done some things differently knowing what we know sure. now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's true. Yeah. Um, but so we have a famously failed Kickstarter, but fortunately, um, we also had Kim's email list that she had been growing for years, and we had everybody in Kickstarter. You, you can't export them at a Kickstarter, but you can certainly one by one send them a message. So that's what we did. <laughs> and in our case, you know, I'm a web designer, so I whipped up a WooCommerce site basically over new years and we started selling pre-selling, um, on our own. And we were able to raise enough funds through the pre-sale to be able to pay for the first batch of printed books, which I, mm-hmm. we, we sourced locally here in Atlanta with a, a company that I knew. Um, so if anybody wants that information, um, it's called book logics and they're in Alpharetta, Georgia. And they're phenomenal, and amazing service, the- highest quality, best price, lowest minimums. It was like, how do you beat this? Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's basically print on demand. So they're set up to do short run printing. So quantity, I think our smallest quantity in bulk was, is 250, but mm-hmm. the price gets much better as the quantity goes up. Um, so we had a successful launch. Um, we were, I think we were still designing the book while we were pre-selling. I don't remember the details of this, but one of my funniest memories is is that 
Kim and I had known each other for about seven years, five something years, like five, seven yeah. years, something like that. Yeah. Online. We had Zoomed. We're, we knew each other. We're so old. We had Skyped. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, we chatted a few times and we were online friends, but we had never met in person and we were scheduled to meet in St. Louis for a mastermind event that Kim was invited to. And I was her plus one. And the books, I might be mixing up like two different stories, but I just remember like the books had like just come in and we were like finally oh, yeah. shipping them. And I'm like racing to deliver hundreds. And actually I had to pack them into the bubble mailers and mm-hmm. carry hundreds of books to the post office as I'm trying to fly to St. Louis. It was all like one crazy 24 hours. And you brought um, me a chunk of books. Remember you also yeah. brought me a ton. So you had your own stuff plus a whole ton of books for me to take home to California. Oh yeah. I think they charged me extra for my luggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, but so we met for the first time in baggage claim. Yep. <laughs> we absolutely did. You know, I was thinking too, something else we did in between. Do you remember we did for, I don't know why we limited this to four days, ding dongs, but uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, before the Kickstarter, we ran a giveaway. And we got 500 subscriber people signed up for the giveaway. And it was to win like an annual subscription with four planners and a hoodie and, you know, all of those things. But it was fun to test that. And I'm like, God, we should have ran that for like two weeks. <laughs> I, don't, I was just, I don't know, you know, so hindsight, like I was thinking Black Friday, Cyber Monday, four days. But um, so just so I think to share the piece that we were talking about this and marketing it constantly, the second we came up with the idea... Yeah. We started throwing it in the content creators Facebook group. Jody would we we'd do a, a a Zoom call, and she'd show me a design, and I'd screenshot it and share it in the group. She's like, "Hold on," <laughs> you know, and she, it would have her red notes and stuff on it. But um, it was yeah, that was that was an intense five six months. And remember, you got sick at Christmas time. You were sick oh for gosh. a few weeks. That was nuts. I know. I feel like I was patient zero. Yeah. But that was like a year in advance of the pandemic, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was sick like all through the holidays that year. Mm-hmm. When I recorded the original walkthrough video, I have this really deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to keep pausing the recording cough. <laughs> to cough for like 20 minutes and then come back. But I don't know if that's still the audio track that's out there floating around on YouTube. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's like two octaves lower than my normal speaking yeah. voice. Um, yeah, that was wild. And, and, and when we shifted, we didn't have, what were we using, girl, originally? Maybe it was when we started the ads, but we didn't launch with the masterclass, but pretty close, or we did. Pretty close. We wanted to make sure we had one upsell during that process because we had the physical, the digital, and the master class, right? The original upsell was a really annoying exit intent pop-up with the digital planner. That's right. We didn't do the master class till we yeah. And then we started running our own Facebook ads Mm -hmm. using Ad Espresso, we started with because we didn't Mm -hmm. like the native um, interface. And once we had an ad that was performing well, I know it was May because I remember the name of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> Facebook totally. is still May something. Um, once we had 
a successful ad and it was time to scale it up. That was when we started looking for help and we found an agency that helped us scale up our ads. And that's when it got really interesting. I never thought I'd be the person that would say I was spending a thousand dollars a day on Facebook ads, but we had scaled up to where we were profitable at a thousand dollars a day because we were getting yeah. the return. So the more we put in, the more we got out. Um, and during that time we had our, one of our best highlights was our biggest month. I think our gross sales that month were like 67,000. Yeah. Yep. And that yeah. was May of, no, no that, that was, was January, like of January 20, of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I just want to throw in and not to be a Debbie Downer, but that year was a shit show too. Night 2019. I lost my mom. Jody had some health issues. I moved and almost twice in like six, seven months. And so just for, I, and I want to share that only because, you know, life doesn't stop happening to us as we're, as we're creating and growing and scaling or whatever we're doing. And we were running other businesses at the same yeah. time. Absolutely. I mean, my life shut down for a while. It was, I was devastated, but it was still like, I don't know, finding that balance because we knew what we had created and what we believed in. And we're like, well, we're, we got to keep going. People like these, you know, and do you remember it was so fun even before we turned the ads on, it was like, we would text each other (laughs) sales and updates. And, you know, it was, it was really fun. Then as we started scaling to be able to kind of run with that and, it was, it was wild. There was a, there was a really, um, there was a great energy about seeing it working and scaling and working and scaling. And it was just, it was a blurry wild time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely fun and it was intense. And I mean, some of the best parts were hearing from people, how much they Mm -hmm. loved the planner and you know, how they were using it. And, um, you know, in hindsight, I think maybe one of the one of the many mistakes was trying to maybe do too much, which is kind of ties in with what we're, how we both are focused and what we're doing moving forward. It's, it's very tempting to try to do everything that all you can the things. think of to do all the things. <laughs> um, and, you know, as content creators, we, you know, we're just kind of wired to, to make stuff and, we definitely were doing too much. And I, I must say that um, it's challenging to create content about creating content on a continual basis, <laughs> which is what we were doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like the snake eating its own tail. I mean, it was, yeah. that was, that was challenging. And it was especially it was challenging, challenging to stay excited about it. Honestly. Yeah. You know, it's like, I love the planner and I love creating content, but creating content about content, but, but I, I think we had that conversation in terms of, but we're a content planner. Shouldn't we create content? <laughs> it felt like, oh boy, like it, it, it was a little tricky to feel like we didn't, we were tired of content, I think at a certain point, yeah. but we were. And, and even with two of us switching off, I think Kim did probably create more content than I did, but Jody did me, everything a- behind the scenes that kept the machine running. <laughs> Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> um, it was still like the most amount of content that I authored myself, though, for, for any of my projects. And 
while it was really challenging, it was something good that came out of it is that it really has forced me to become a consistent content creator. And, you know, as a result, I'm now publishing um, a, a, a weekday, daily weekday email called Fresh Squeezed. You can find that on my web, orangestar.com slash fresh. Um, All the links for everything never, we mentioned will be below this video, by the way. <laughs> I never in a million years thought that I would do a daily email. I would have said, you're, <laughs> you're nuts. I don't have that kind of time. Um, but they're really short. I'm saying that they're short, sweet, and nutritious. Because <laughs> Fresh Squeezed. Um, and it's actually really fun. And I would not have come to that if it hadn't been for Content Creators Planner and yeah. the commitment that we made to each other to stick with it. Because I mm -hmm. think it is on my own, I would have petered out. <laughs> I well, don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. Especially because I, I mean, I've created content for a long time on Kim Doyle, WordPress chick, whatever. But there is a difference when you've got an accountability to someone, you've got a responsibility to someone else. And like Creativity Published was the first newsletter I had published, which got me so excited about F the Hustle. But it was it was fun to see the, the responses to that. It was fun to do that. But again, it was the same thing of creating content about content. You know, I, I enjoyed doing the newsletter, but then it, it just started feeling, <laughs> I don't, the snake eating the snake to your point, you know? Um, and, and I think the other tricky thing with that is, first of all, let's not forget our six-hour famous Zoom call where your ears were about ready to fall off. We spent six hours together on a Zoom call really defining the brand story for Content Creators Planner, which is why I think our ad hit right out of the gate. Our site resonated with people. We did that's I always call that the intangible work that people can't see. And it's really taking that time to get clear on your message, who you serve, the problem you're solving. And we did that. We did that really well. And so, um, but then we also have two very di distinct voices and personalities. So it was, you know, nurturing that into the brand. Um, but yeah, the newsletter was phenomenal too, though. I mean, I, I fell in love with newsletters before we even started it. And it got me really excited about the possibility of them. Yeah. I think, you know, on, on my side of things too, it just all of CCP and its needs really forced me to tackle some technologies that I had dabbled with, but not like really mastered. So not only do we use WooCommerce, which I was already pretty adept at, but I hate, boy, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, you know, know my way around WooCommerce really well now, yeah. like every add-on imaginable in there to make it do everything. But um, I installed and set up every single LMS system. <laughs> oh, we, we well, yeah, because we moved off of Thinkific. So a couple things, everybody. I think we started with Kajabi, right? That was before. We started with Kajabi and then we went to Podia. Podia. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Thinkific. Mm -hmm. And then we decided to bring it inside WordPress. It was getting really expensive on Thinkific, which was, yeah. what was driving that because it, it worked great. It was just getting very expensive. And um, we tried, you had the Thrive. What is the Thrive one called? Apprentice? Thrive, Thrive Apprentice. Mm -hmm. we, we tried that and it was having an issue conflicting with, I don't remember what, one of our other plugins that, that we couldn't turn off. So we were having an issue with that. And then we tried... Um, 
I had a copy of member press. So we tried member press courses and that looked fine. Mm-hmm. And we also decided to try learn dash. Um, and I, when I say try, I mean like really set them up and see yes. what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and learn dash with just, it's been great. So yeah, got that all set up and we've not had any issues with that. Um, but also early on we got cart flows mm-hmm. and started experimenting with our funnels and we haven't to date taken full advantage of all the latest features, which is one of the reasons why we've decided to move on from CCP is we're, mm-hmm. we're just, we, we, there's not enough time, us. effort, energy to, to put into it with our other things at this time. Um, but I'm actually really excited about some of the new features of cart flows, which I'm going to ex- be experimenting with very soon. Um, very as cool. We wind thing, as we wind things down, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if we should save it to the end or t- tell everybody what we're doing yet. But um, let's let's do it right now's as good a time as any. <laughs> okay. Um, so we still have quite a bit of inventory. So we've decided that we're going to run an amazing sale um, to sell off the physical books that we have left. I think we have in the hundreds. Yeah. 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 I think it's like 550 ish. Mm -hmm. Please don't make me count them. (laughs) (laughs) When we get to the last box, you can count. Yeah. (laughs) They're stacked up hidden behind the big red thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we're going to sell the digital and the, Printed books at a greatly a reduced price. So we'll we'll yep. do some special combos in there. And we're going to continue to support the existing customers who have the training uh, products. So if you have the Trello or content promotion code or the content masterclass, we're going to mm-hmm. keep that part of the website running and support that. For a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. For it's a while. not going to be and indefinitely, but we haven't figured that piece out yet. But yeah. But we'll make sure that, you know, we give you plenty of time to grab what you want from it. And we'll we'll probably make it so you can download stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. hang on to it um, so that we can sh- actually shut the site down at some point. But that we don't have any urgency around that. Um, so that's the plan. And I want to ask him a couple of questions. Just put Kim on the spot and she'll Fine. probably do the same to me. I love so, out of the spot. Um, what has been your just your your favorite moment in all of CCP Dumb? Connecting in person, and it, honestly. Uh, well, I'm yeah. going to give you a few. So, connecting in person was the best. Um, you know, and there is something to be said about you know an idea whose time has come to see this come to fruition. I also think I like I was giddy the first time I got to hold the book. Right. I think we both have photos of ourselves like, oh, my God, to hold the planner, the quality, all of that was like, oh, my God, we made this. We did this. You know, that was really fun. And it was ridiculously fun to see those sales in those months. It was just I remember like constantly like do we sound, you know, checking and getting notifications and stuff. So um, it was. Yeah, those were probably the top moments for me. What about you? Um, I think my favorite moments have been our zooms because they're always so random and hilarious. Oh, <laughs> and we've no. had, just had 
we've just had so many funny moments like mommer bloggies, which you can't even possibly explain. Can't even, it's where just, we just end up. Yeah. The shit that comes out of our mouths when you're tired and you're just, yeah, they've been fun. We, we've really had a lot of fun and um, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind I can, you know, I'm, I'm a little sad because every time I work on the website, even when I'm mad at it for some reason, because something's not working right. I'm just so proud of it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think we, I think we made, we did, we did something really cool together. Can um, I say really quick? It's probably the first time in the 14 and a half years that I've been doing business that my dad understood what I did because he could see a product I was selling. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my family has no idea what I do. You work no. for Disney world. No, I've <laughs> never worked for Disney world. <laughs> so what, you make websites. That- no, I don't. I did at one point. No. Don't do that either. What do you do? Marketing, just marketing. What's a podcast? Go ahead. <laughs> my other favorite moment was being mistaken for as the caterers. <laughs> we, we so we go to St. Louis for this mastermind, and it was a friend of mine, and he's got this amazing house, and he's invited a bunch. Of, it was a small group, but it was really really good. And um, so I why can't I remember his name? the guy oh it was the guy from tap out dan caldwell dan and he he was so fun but they've got this huge spread in the kitchen right in the morning of like pastries and some coffee and and what did he even ask literally just walked in we had just walked in and he thought we were the caterers where the coffee like something about the coffee or something i'm like i I don't know know. i've never been here (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like aren't you caterers nope no i mean I could make mm-hmm. toast. I don't. <laughs> very I can order you food. I hate cooking. Um, and then it was the, he proceeded to call himself out for having called us caterers throughout the next couple of days. Yeah. It was pretty. He kept funny. telling on himself. It was pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, that him. was pretty good. Um, or how about how about you setting up cart flows? Because I got zero hours of sleep one night that we were there, and I'm like. We go back to the hotel, I'm like Jody. I just I have to sleep. I have to sleep. I have to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Kim says I'll buy it, but you have to set it up. And I turn around and she's sleeping. And I'm. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, we had made a good use of the trip too. Like we scheduled an extra day in there after the mastermind to work together. So that was fun too. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so Kim, tell us about uh, what you, what you're so excited to be focused on now that you won't be focused on writing content about content. Yes. Um, F the hustle, baby. I am going all in. And this has been a a recent sort of come to Jesus moment for myself. Um, If you haven't heard or what I moved to Costa Rica about a year ago. And when I would say it was the fall of 2020, I had gone from California to Boise, Idaho. Everyone says why Idaho. I'm like, it was a test. It was my get out of jail free card. Can I move out for of the, the potatoes? Of, Come on. Yeah, for, the, for the fry sauce, actually. But it was to see if I could move out of California. Anyway, so I've been in Costa Rica for a year. I love it. My life is the epitome of F the hustle down here. But um, through working with CCP, and this is this has really kind of been an epiphany I've had recently too, Jody. It's I don't think without having done this, I would have gone down this really more intense path of writing that I have kind of fallen in love with because of this, because of the planner, I really took a hard look and have become a practitioner and I'm studying and learning copy all the time. I fell in love with email marketing. I did that probably 2016 when I was doing almost daily emails, but 
it was really being more strategic about it even. Um, and so with the Kim Doyle brand, I'd gone all in with email and newsletters and I still love that. But my bigger calling is to help people really create and design a life with a business in there um, that supports what you want. I hate the hustle culture. I'm tired of bro marketing. I am living proof that you can do things on your own term. Every time I do things from a place of joy and my heart is really in it, it works. That's where it makes me money. Every time I do something, cause I feel like I have to do it this way. So, you know, it was through the recent launch of something and it didn't go the way I wanted. And I took a step back and it was a friend who said, well, why don't you put your email stuff on one site? And so I'm doing a service business uh, with my daughter called inked email. And then I'm going to just start doubling down on F the hustle. I, I not super clear on what that looks like yet, but I think I see a weekend edition of the newsletter actually um, retreats in Costa Rica and coaching programs all about living life on your terms. And I have also gone back down the rabbit hole of sketching and doodling. And I don't have an art degree like you do. I was an art major for a while and I have to create, I need to make stuff. And so, um, F the hustle is being birthed, so to speak, right now. The newsletter, I'm actually at, I just published issue 84, which is giddy. Like when I've been doing, that's like 84 weeks. That makes you just like, kudos me, you know? Um, But I'm really excited about it. And like I said, not crystal clear on where it's going, but I just feel this is what I was put on this planet to do, to be honest with you. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I agree with you. F the hustle. Yeah. Amen, girl. So I, you're up like you, first of all, kudos also on fresh squeezed because when she said she was going to do a daily email also, I was like, all right, you want, you want to write a daily email? <laughs> Cause you're, you're a great writer, but you've always been like, I don't really enjoy it. And it's, it's awesome. I freaking love it. Although she gets like, um, what, what is it? Earworms? Like, yeah. Oh, every time she uses a song, I'm like, thanks. That's in my head all day now. But anyways, I, yeah, you've got some great stuff going on. Oh, thanks. Um, so I've had the idea for smartest way for so many years that it's embarrassing that it's not completely out there yet. And I am no slacker. I've no. just had one thing after another, and it's con- a constant balancing act of priorities. And I have a lot of things going on. So number one, I'm continuing to serve my clients as a designer. That is my background. I've been a graphic designer for years. <laughs> and <laughs> I've been um, in business for myself for 29 years. This I just celebrated 29 years, June 10th. Happy anniversary. And Thank you. And so I do branding and graphic design and website design for lots of small business clients mostly. And for larger companies, I do those things, usually subcontracted as part of a team doing a bigger something. But I also do a lot of UX and UI, usually redesign of Mm -hmm. like legacy applications for various companies. And I can't tell you who because I sign NDAs constantly. And with the smartest way, which is my my big idea, um, it's an essentialist approach to branding and marketing for small business. We can't do all the things. If we focus on those things that are essential, we can accomplish more by doing less. And I often misspeak and say that backwards, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I was just um, thinking we are, I mean, our decision to yeah. 
it's it's very it, much based very much the smartest way essentialist mm-hmm. um i'm spread thin because the thing that has happened to me in the last year that i have hinted at here and there if you get fresh squeezed um i have mentioned it but i don't live my life as out and loudly as kim does <laughs> i'm well, I'm just more more private yeah. about you know fam- mm-hmm. family stuff, and sorry, I've been itching for the last 20 minutes. Um, my my father has dementia, and it got really bad last August. And I went down to Florida, stayed with them, assessed things, and I have moved my parents to Georgia to be closer to me. And we have my dad getting; he's in a care facility, and we've got my mom settled. And it, that's a, like almost a full time job for me to just. Mm-hmm take care of my, my aging parents are in their eighties. Um, so that, I mean, that's, that's been huge. So I, I have to do less things mm-hmm. and I question all the time, like, okay, I still haven't gotten this course out there. The framework exists. I use the framework like in my, in my work with my clients, but I, I still haven't finished it. And I know how to write a course. I know how to record and edit a course. I know how to put learn dash together. So <laughs> there's really nothing in the way except me. And um, I often say I am the obstacle in the pathway of all human progress. And I started That's questioning, <laughs> like, like maybe I, maybe I just don't want to do it. Nobody says I have to. And I, I don't think that's it. I think I do want to do it. I think it's just very difficult to carve out enough time in large enough blocks to, to build enough momentum to actually get it done. It's not the kind of thing you can do like in the nooks and crannies. Um, so taking the essentialist view of it every day, I'm asking myself, like, what can I stop doing? Mm-hmm. I've gotten rid of some clients, not because I didn't like them. They just weren't really the best fit. Mm-hmm. And I have eliminated some services. I just say, no, and uh, I'm charging more where I can. I mm-hmm. could, that's probably not even true. I'm charging more where I allow myself to. I mm-hmm. should be able to charge whatever I want, and people either pay it or they don't. Um, but I'm I'm really excited because I really think this course is going to help people, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'd be doing myself and the people that I've been talking to <laughs> that it's coming. I'd be doing everyone a disservice if I didn't. And uh, hopefully this is the year that I actually get through it. (laughs) Well, I think it's, I I think so. And, you know, it is that I do that elimination game and, you know, it's when you realize what resonates most with people, which I think you're getting so much validation with that also. I mean, you use it in your business all the time, but through um, fresh squeezed, you know, we get validation. That's half the hustle. People are like, oh my God, I love that. That's the first thing they resonate with. And so it's really creating a structure and a framework within it. And so it's, you know, it's the same thing that CCP was at one point. Nothing is more powerful than an idea whose time has come. And, you know, the world needs it. And not to mention, we're both at a stage in our lives where, you know, we've had a ridiculous amount of rain here. Every time it's sunny, I'm like, I need to get outside. I want to go for walks (laughs) on the beach. You know, I've had visitors every month this year, except February. I created a business that I should be able to spend time doing those things. And so taking the essentialist approach, using the smartest way to say, what do I not need to be doing? And, and what's working that I can amplify and get more leverage from. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, 
for me, what I'll get out of it, aside from seeing my big idea out in the world, which is very fulfilling and getting feedback from people. I, I love when people reply to my fresh squeeze emails. <laughs> oh, my. Just makes, if I send totally an email, I, day. <laughs> right. If I don't get a reply, I'm all nobody liked my email today. <laughs> um, but the, the revenue generated from that is not time for money. Like my design mm-hmm. services are. So th- theoretically that will allow me to do less done for you service work, Mm -hmm. which will free me up because ironically, one of the reasons why I became self-employed a bazillion years ago was because I'm an artist and I wanted more time and higher income to be able to afford to do the art projects that I wanted to do. And I mean, the joke was on me because I've never been busier in my life. I don't really have time or energy for it, but I still have the drive to want to do it. That's what all that nonsense is back there. That's like my art zone. And I just, I don't have time. And when I do have time, it's filled with other responsibilities right now. So I think smartest way is a a good opportunity for me in in that way. Yeah. I kind of thought CCP was going to be also, but man, it was a lot of work. It it is. And I think, you know, if we look at some of the things we've learned, one, you know, we both agreed that we were going to run ads from day one. That was great. And, you know, it's very Mm -hmm. interesting with ad agencies. The first agency we had where they were able to scale, um, they knew what they were doing, but yet it wasn't necessarily a good fit. The second agency we had um, our actual um, sales rep, what was account account guy was phenomenal. Um, but the agency, I don't think had done anything like we were doing, you know, they were more kind of brick and mortar and stuff. And so, but we learn, you know, it's, I 100% believe in paid traffic. And I think as much as you maybe don't want to do it, it's probably best to be able to really get in there and learn it. And thank God you were so much better with it than me. Um, but to really understand controlling it and and your audience and all of those things, pay traffic's a whole other can of worms. Um, you know, so it's, that was, that was interesting. You know, I think that experience and no regrets with either learned a ton, Mm-mm. you know, and um, I, I love paid traffic because it, that is, I always tell people you're going to pay one way or the other with time or money. Um, we, we did both. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it, but in, with intention, mm-hmm. it was a, sh- you know, paid traffic is a much shorter timeline to return. Yeah. I mean, or, yeah. organic traffic. I mean, you could get lucky and have something happen very quickly, but the, you know, that's a long game strategy, Yeah, which we did. And we get a tremendous amount of traffic to the site organically because we created all that content. Mm-hmm. So there's that, but um, the paid traffic, I think, I mean, I think for anything I put out there, I'll, I'll always use it. It's just doing it strategically because yeah. what was working then isn't what's working now. What's working mm-hmm. now is different from then. So are you purely focused on retargeting, which I know a lot of people right now are using paid traffic for retargeting, but I mean, there's just so many cool things that you yeah. can do with it. And, you know, everyone's freaking out because of the iOS, Apple, you know, stuff that, you know, kind of changed how you can target and what you can target. So what? So something mm-hmm. changed. Just you know, figure out what you can do with the way it is, and ex- small experiments. If it's working, crank it up. 
when it stops work, pay attention. Cause when it stops working, you want to turn that off cause mm-hmm. it gets expensive, but, um, but there's also, there's always do it. A- absolutely. And I think the other piece is that, w- especially it's getting validation for your offer, which we had. So people wanted the planner. They, they raised their hand. We, we completely funded the print production, all of that. Um, so we had validation. We knew we had a good product. And so taking care of that piece, I think before it would be my recommendation to people, make sure you get enough validation. And then once you have an offer that you're getting results that you've got the validation for, then turn it on. At the same time, you don't necessarily have to jump just into Facebook or Google or Instagram, right? I think there's a lot of other channels, YouTube. I'm so curious about YouTube ads, but but also TikTok ads are cheaper and and uh, newsletter sponsoring sponsoring newsletters or podcasts yeah. or things like that. There's, There's also a lot like, of <laughs> um, this wouldn't be paid traffic, but um, you know, like joint venture swaps with yeah. people. I mean, like we grew a pretty good size email list for mm-hmm. CCP. Mostly, I mean, it got seeded with Kim's initial list because we started emailing them, but then people actually opted in for CCP's list. We didn't import yeah. anybody. Um, but because of the all the ads that we were doing, we also ran some lead gen ads mm-hmm. as well as just cold traffic to an offer. Um, so every time we got a customer, they got added to the list, but we also ran lead gen ads. And we also had um, like the blog post checklist. We had some lead magnets on mm-hmm. the website that just organically um, got traffic. Um, so we built up a pretty substantial list and we never, we monetized it in obvious ways, but uh, you know, I think there were some missed opportunities where we probably could have sold ads in our oh. newsletter and things like that. Absolutely. But again, it's, it's looking at, and it's funny because I'm definitely ready, fire, aim. Jody's like, let's make a plan. At the same time, I feel <laughs> we've kind of met each other in the middle a little bit. I'll never forget being on a call and I'm like, well, we can wait. And and you're like, did Kim Doyle just say we can wait? Because I'm like, let's go, let's go do it. But, you know, there's, there's a minimum viable opportunity and there is a a testing of stuff. I love the newsletter stuff. I am for the, for the cost of it. You know, I've run one, I've already bought another one for someone's uh, newsletter for July. And I've got a couple more that I'm looking at. And then I want to run ads and sponsorships in F the hustle as well. You know, when you have, because the thing is, I look at that, that that's a warm, much warmer audience. They already trust this person um, and their readers. So they're ideal for a newsletter subscription, you know, for sure. But there's, you know, I think the other piece of the paid traffic that people don't think about, I know I don't enough, is do a little guerrilla marketing where you find somebody who has your audience and just reach out. Would you be willing to do an email for me? I'm happy to pay for X or do you do sponsorships or is there an opportunity to work with you? And find out. I mean, Trey, who the mastermind we went to, did that all the time, offered email drops and just would go find people who had their audience. So that's a whole other can of worms. But I just, I think we both learned a lot. And I truly believe unless you are a massively prolific creator and you have people like, like a Gary Vee, right? Like unless you've got that type of a team, um, organic traffic is harder to compete with. It definitely works. It's extremely important. I totally believe in SEO, but to get there sooner, you need to put a little gas on it with paid traffic. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know what else we did that, you know, in hindsight, I wish we had 
put a little more oomph into it is, you know, we ran an affiliate program Mm -hmm. and, you know, our affiliates, you know, there, there were a few that, you know, were, were strong and consistently creating, um, referrals and getting commissions as a result. And we had a pretty health, I think it was 25% that we pay out is our, at least. Yeah. I think it's 25. Yeah. Um, you know, so on some of our bigger packages, I mean, that can be, you know, significant, 25, 30 bucks you know, mm-hmm. per order. And um, I think, you know, in hindsight, I, I would have done more to support and ins- excite our yeah affiliates. affiliates. But again, girl, I think it comes back to, it was just the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, I mean, that the plan, I mean, fortunately, Jody has a great team of VAs that then we started, they started helping with customer support. But at the end of the day, with each having individual businesses, you know, there's only so much you can do. And then, <clears throat> you know, even though we were making money selling the planner, there's a difference between sales and profitability. And so, yeah, we so just didn't have the bandwidth. The piece <laughs> of the story that we kind of left off is okay. So we had like our best selling month, January of 2020. Um, while we were happy, um, with the results and working with that agency come February, something changed. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what happened, but it, and the agency wasn't reacting very quickly or effectively um, mm-hmm. to it. And we were blowing through money without yeah. seeing the return plus paying them their fees. And one thing led to another and we decided to cut ties and we ended up hiring another agency, which we don't need to get into all the details. You're but right. also what, what happened that March was COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Can I just say too, I got COVID happened. George Floyd happened. I got hate mail for running ads to that. I was being insensitive during a challenging time. And it was, it, it, it was, I, I don't even know how to explain that time. It was, it, it was so, do I do, do we say something? Do we not say something? Do we address this? Do we not all of, so you're right. The world went upside down. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's being sensitive and there's trying to stay in business too. I mean, and pay your bills and keep a it, roof over your head. <laughs> it's, it's possible to run ads to help people create and sell for their own business. So we're, creating and promoting and selling things to support those people because all of that has to happen. And Oh, at the same time, yes, we are outraged at what's happening in the world, but right. Both things can They're be not true at the ex- same yes. time. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, um, that's a really good point. That's a really, really good point that, and I mean, you stop to think about it, you know, with, with both agencies, the amount of time it took, to engage with them took a lot of time out of our business every week in terms of, but you, at the same time, you're investing all this money. And so you have to say on top of it, you know, and I don't know what the solution answer or any of that is. I really don't. Um, I still struggle with that because if you could see what my dog is doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I keep looking down at the floor and people are like, what? Cause I have a dog at my feet also. So. Yeah. Um, 
I, I have a hard time with certain kinds of outsourcing. I mean, I'm a big fan of outsourcing wherever it makes sense to multiply what, what can get done, but to have somebody write for you when mm-hmm. you're kind of an integral part of your brand, that's, mm-hmm. that's weird. It's never quite right. But if you build and promote your brand to be kind of its own voice, yep. then out- outsourcing that can work. And we were still early on. I mean, I think our voices were a big part of it, mm-hmm. but we, I think we were early enough in that it was possible for others to create content that we would bless and approve and let go out, but we weren't seeing it. Like the quality of the content that was being brought to us yeah. for some of the campaigns, it was like, no way we would, I mean, from the get go, like we would, I mean, we would specifically say, we only say things. <laughs> we, we, well, I'm trying to be careful what I say. I know, I know. Um, and that's why I'm laughing. <clears throat> we made it clear that we are a positive voice. So mm-hmm. if we have something negative to say, we want to spin it and focus on the positive. So don't say, stop doing this. Don't do this. Do this instead. We would rather say, do this rather than doing this, you know, right. right. Just, just, I mean, that was a terrible example, but we, it's just like, we weren't being heard. And I'm like, I, I don't have time for that. So Mm -hmm. that was a big, that was, that was challenging. And also being a professional designer to see design work that (laughs) somebody maybe made in Canva. <clears throat> well, and it was like um, somebody <clears throat> took something that looked good in Canva and somehow messed it up, and then tried to <laughs> say, "Like here, let's run this." But yeah, um, yeah, I, I just it was, I, yeah. I couldn't. It was taking too much effort. I could have <clears throat> done it myself faster, but and I didn't want to, you know. Yeah. So so, um, but I think that it, we maybe could have hired better. But I mean, n- neither of us had ever really done that before. Yeah, and I. It, it not not to be trite, but it is what it is, right? That's how we learn, and it's um, it's a it's a double edged sword because you scale, and let's not let's not forget that we didn't hire um, PSI to ship the planners until after we'd had these crazy months, right? It was when I came to oh visit gosh. you. Yes, I was so, the shipping department people. <laughs> she was because it didn't make sense. We would take turns initially, but because they, everything was printed in Georgia, it would have cost a ton to ship them to California for me to take over shipping. Yeah. And I did move to Boise in between <laughs> January and March of 2022. Yeah. But I think yeah. it was in February of 2020 when you came to Atlanta and we oh, hired, February. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We hired um, PSI local fulfillment center. Mm -hmm. So I would go and usually I would go pick up the books at the printer and take them to PSI and Mm -hmm. they would handle all of our fulfillment. Um, Occasionally they would send a truck to go get them if I couldn't do it, but that was kind of a fun, fun day for me to do that once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's good to get out of the house, right? Um, (laughs) Here's a question for you, Jody. Any advice you'd give to someone who is thinking of doing something similar to what we did? 
oh gosh, do it. I have no regrets. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's okay to start small mm-hmm. and grow something small. You know, everybody talks about scale, 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 grow, 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 grow hire all mm-hmm. these people and, you know, do it at your own pace. And yeah. nobody, nobody says you have to scale everything, you know, like, you know, yeah, do what is right for you. Cause everybody kept telling us from the beginning, what, what, Oh, you should, you need to have this backend offer. You need to have a membership. Mm-hmm. Like you need to sell a book. And then, you know, you got to have a high ticket, something I'm like, I don't know. Rocket book sells books. They don't have a high ticket mastermind or a membership. They just sell you another book. We had people remember telling us the mastermind, you need to give the book away. We're like, yeah, no. the money's not in the book. I'm like, I don't know. $67,000 for says otherwise. otherwise. Yeah. But um, I mean, that was before that even happened. But the point was too, is our planner. I mean, if we were selling a blank notebook, then maybe that we had something on the back, but it was, this is a, it's a, it's a content strategy and it, the whole thing, it's, it's not just a scheduling tool. And so I'm really grateful that we listened to our own, to ourselves on that. And, you know, it's, yeah. I, th- could we have done higher ticket on the, uh, yes. But at the same time, we, we would didn't. have had to support whatever that we would have to support. I mean, yeah. It's not like we didn't think it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, best advice is, you know, trust yourself and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do your homework. Cause had we gone with, you know, some of the first printers that, that we got estimates and stuff from, oh my gosh, could you imagine us trying to get our books from China during the pandemic? Oh, that. And still to this day, I will just tell everybody that we had three different books printed and shipped as tests to us for us. Right. Number one was so it was, it was horrible. It was thin and the cover, it literally, when we got our the planner from BookLogics, you got it first. And you were like, if you could only feel it, like, because we were very adamant. We wanted it to feel high quality. I, I love colored pens and stuff. I'm like, we need to be able to write in these pages without bleed through. They, they listened to us. They were a wonderful company to work with. They really were. I highly recommend them. Um, mm-hmm. So but where, what, you? What, what advice would you give to somebody? Do it. Just like you said. Um, and I think there's probably a couple different instances, maybe where the trust your gut, you know, that um, it, it's, I'm, I'm probably more, is this the right risk averse? Oh, and buy than, bigger bubble mailers. Buy bigger. Yeah. Squeezing those in. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, I mean, if hindsight's 2020, here's, here's the trick. We had we were close to pulling the trigger on a continuity program. It was called Creative Kick. You were going to get a new content creative lesson every month. And had this great graphic of a kick in the butt too. It was awesome. It was it was fabulous. Um, I love. I swear, working with a designer, it's like it's Christmas every time you do something new. I'm like, ah, I love it. But that being said, we were really trying to look at because again, we hadn't stopped either of our own businesses in the meantime, and so what is the most value we can provide that doesn't require a ton more of our time? And so, you know, we just, we pulled the plug before we ever put it out there. And I think we may have announced it because that's kind of how I do things, but it just, it wasn't a good fit. So, you know, I, I think that it's, um, that's why I had set up member press. Now I remember. Mm -hmm. Yep. To store that, you know, so I don't, 
I, I think it's just do it. And to your point is learn and just be prepared to course correct. It's kind of, you know, the, what they say is, you know, with a pilot when they're flying a plane, they're A to B, but they have to be willing to adjust the flight pattern along the way. So it's, you, you have to be flexible probably more than anything and listen to your customers. Our customers told us they wanted a Trello version, right? We hadn't. And then people were like, we want a sauna and we got notion. And it was, it's, it was so much to record all those videos for that, but it's also, then it opens a whole other can of worms with support with when you're Mm -hmm. getting into software and stuff. So I think that they're all good ideas though. They're all good ideas. They're all good ideas. And, um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I would just say, do it. I would do it. And I would, the biggest thing is minimum viable. And we did that is run with minimum viable and where we're saying, um, you know, minimum viable in terms of the product, but also the the content piece of it, because we created um, a precedence in essence, right? And hindsight's twenty twenty, but maybe setting a lower precedence and focusing solely on e commerce. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. to your point too, I agree. Just friggin' do it. Just do it. Thank you, Nike. <laughs> Anyway, so let's let's wind this down and let's look at where best place for people to connect with you and what's coming and you know how they can stay in touch with you. Oh, really quick, Jody, before we do that, let's address if we could what we're doing with the subscriber list, the email list. So people are aware of that. And I don't know if we've like mapped out a very definitive plan, but we've talked about it. Yeah. And what are we doing with that list, Kim? Well, so the thought is one, we need to clean it up, all the unsubscribes, everything. Yeah. It's an active campaign. Um, because it's still us, we're still both in the digital marketing umbrella. We're going to let everybody know that we're each going to download the list and import it to our own. I use ConvertKit for Kim Doyle. Jody also uses active campaign for her stuff. But we will do, my thought was a separate campaign for everyone to say, look, you've come for through here. This is what I did. This is who I am here. Here's the link to unsubscribe. Um, And so kind of creating a campaign from that perspective. So at a certain point, we're not rushing it, but at a certain point, we will be closing down that active campaign account. So the thought was we would each import active subscribers, be completely 100% transparent upfront about what we're doing, give them the opportunity to stay or go or tell us what they want to hear from us um, and see how that goes. You know, I, I think it's the other piece that we, we hit us the other day when we were talking was the amount of content we have in Active Campaign. So, and we're going to be getting that out probably by emailing it to ourselves, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's almost worth just paying for the account to stay active <laughs> to not lose it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, because yeah. we have automations and sequences and, then we have broadcasts and it, we the newsletter. We have a lot of content inside of Active Campaign. Yes, we do. Um, so one yeah. parting th- one parting thought before we get into where where our everything lives. Um, for those of you who have been using printed books, we are going to have a massive sale to move through the to move mm-hmm. the inventory that we have left. Um, but also, if you get the digital which is a PDF, you can print it out. You can have it printed out at, you know, UPS, FedEx office, mm-hmm. wh- wherever. I still call it Kinko's. I can't seem to <laughs> move, 
move forward in time. Um, or just, you know, print it yourself. You can have it coil bound at one of those places or just three hole punch it, stick it in a binder and mm -hmm. you have it forever. forever. Mm -hmm. And if you have any trouble getting it printed somewhere because of our copyright, um, I, maybe we include, we, we can send out a notice that yeah. you can take to the shop that we authorize it or something like that. Um, because I think that that makes it evergreen. It does. The other piece of that is anybody listening and I haven't filled Jody in on this yet. Um, uh, but there is an opportunity. I'm going to, we're going to sell some bulk ones to somebody who's doing some training for loan officers and stuff, but we had actually talked about, um, licensing it for them. So we're open to that as well. Licensing it with your own cover, you know, removing our links from the planner. Um, but so if you're interested, that's an option too, that you could license it and print it and do what you wanted with it. But we haven't even discussed it because I'm throwing this at Jody right now, what that would look like from a pricing perspective, but that's an option as well. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so my everything lives at orangestar.com and the smartest way you can find it there, or you can go to smartest, like an artist, I S T smartestway.com and fresh squeezed emails or orangestar.com slash fresh. Where it's best and place I'm on, to. I'm on yeah. all the socials. There we go. All the socials. Um, I am on Twitter, Jody Hirsch, and I am on Instagram, Jody Hirsch. <laughs> you know, it's Very funny easy. when I, I, th I think about that when I started my business and I was the WordPress chick way back when. I don't know how, but I did have the foresight to just do Kim Doyle on every single platform. So I was very glad that I had that foresight. <laughs> yep. And nobody spells my name correctly. So it's J-O-D-I-H-E-R-S-H. You get a C in there or the her, her county still thinks she's uh, Jedi Hirsch. So, you know, my the force is always with comes, her. <laughs> the water bill comes to Jedi Hirsch. It's hilarious. That's awesome. I've stopped changing it. I've changed it, you know, for 30 something years, but yeah, they never seem to update it. So. You're like, I am the Jedi. Um, okay. So best place to connect with me is kimdoyle.com. F hustle is on there. Um, I am doing, you can also go to inkedemail.com, which is all just writing services, email sequences, follow-ups, sales, sequence, those types of things, sales, copy, website, copy. Um, that is, uh, in partnership with my daughter, we'll have some other writers in probably, um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see where F the hustle goals. And like I just said, I am Kim Doyle, D-O-Y-A-L. It's crazy. I always joke around. I did spell mutter as my maiden name my whole life. I'm like, how do I have to spell Doyle? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you, you can find you me. Spell Kim, right? <laughs> this is true. Kim is a hard one to mess up. Um, so yeah, kimdoyle.com. And again, you guys just thank you. It's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a ton of fun and hopefully you do feel how much we love and care about each other and, you know, we'll still be supporting each other behind the scenes. So you're not done with the duo just yet. <laughs> no, definitely not. This was not an easy decision either. So no, it's one we kept revisiting for probably a year. So know that we didn't take this, this lightheartedly at all. All right. Adios. Thanks guys. Time for a new chapter and we'll, we'll catch you somewhere else soon. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye everybody. Well, there you have it. There is our big announcement. Um, it is bittersweet. 
But we're both very excited about everything we're doing and where things are heading. So you can go to contentcreatorsplanner.com and our blowout sale to uh, take care of the rest of the inventory will be on the site when this goes live. So that's it, guys. Thanks again for being on the journey with us. And if you've purchased the planner, thank you. And my suggestion would be to get a PDF version of the planner and then you have lifetime access to it. Anyway, you guys are wonderful as always. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.